Welcome while you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we're so delighted that you've welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. And today, our guest is Kate Sidner. She is a Catholic author and a mom who's written a beautiful, fantastic bedtime story for children. It's a story that helps kids contemplate our Lord's blessings and gives parents a means of introducing their children to Jesus. And this beautiful book is called Good Night Jesus, a children's bedtime story. And this great book is available at EWTNRC.com. Well, Kate is just an absolute delight. Yes. And uh, love the book. I hope that we can get a lot of pictures up to the illustrations. Mm -hmm. Just They're beautiful. Fantastic. Had a wonderful illustrator, and she kind of fed information in what she was looking for there, so it was just great. And uh, I love the fact that so much of the book really focuses upon gratitude. Mm -hmm. And so with each of these little prayers, whether it's you know parents, or grandparents, family, church, school, whatever it might be, all these different areas, giving thanks, mm -hmm. especially before you go to bed with your child, that you're reading that. I mean, we're living in a culture that, that isn't expressing very much gratitude. You know, in a culture, and maybe even in the church, where we're not counting our blessings. Mm -hmm. And so um, this underlines and helps children to be, comes to you should be grateful right. for everything that God's given to you and all of these relationships and, and to recall them and what they're about. Because you know, in the culture today, it's like everything's like a problem, or I don't have enough, or you know, criticism all the time. It's like, do you count your blessings? Do you know what's going on? How much you have? And you got to take time to think about those things and to meditate upon them and to pass that on to your children. Well, and the place that that's going to happen, that formation is going to happen, is in the domestic church, is in your home. So you have that responsibility as mother and father, mm -hmm. as grandparents, to pass that on, that beautiful virtue, on to your children. So, so yeah. they don't turn out to be self Ish. They yeah. want to be self. Well, Kate's going to be joining us, and we're going to go over this delightful book, Good Night, Jesus. We'll be right back. There's plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Welcome back. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guest is Kate Sidner. She is a Catholic author and a mom, and she's written a beautiful, fantastic bedtime story for children. And it's a story that helps children contemplate our Lord's blessings and gives parents a means of introducing their children to Jesus which is the most important relationship you want to introduce them to. The title of this beautiful book is called Good Night, Jesus. It's a children's bedtime story, and it's available at EWTNRC. 
Com. Well, Kate, we are excited to have you, and we've seen the beautiful promo that EWTN did on the book. It's so attractive, so beautiful. And so first, we want you to tell our family a little bit about your faith journey and what inspired you to write this beautiful book, Good Night Jesus. Yes, thank you for welcoming here. I'm so excited to be here with you. Um, so my faith journey, I was a cradle Catholic, grew up in the church, um, went to Catholic school, and then there was a time in my life in college where I got away from the church, and I really struggled um, to find happiness, to find any sort of, yeah, any sort of happiness at all. Um, I really struggled, and then when I got reconnected to my faith, it was just life-changing, like mm -hmm. that difference between not having it and having it, like it gives me the chills. Yeah. Um, and I just want everyone to have that. And yeah. so I hope that this book can be a little bit of that, a little introduction of Jesus because he changed my life and he can change everyone's life. Um, and that can start very young. You can start that relationship. Yeah. Um, so that was my main inspiration behind the book. Yeah, I, I would share my testimony with my children, mm -hmm. you know, about being brought up in the church, but not understanding it all that well, and kind of departing from that radical conversion and coming back, and what transpired when I was away from the Lord. And I would say to my children, you know, you don't have to have a testimony like that. <laughs> but like you were just saying, for whatever reason, mm. you know, you, you just got disconnected. And nothing guarantees that a child isn't all the days of their lives gonna walk with the Lord, but that's our part, isn't it? I mean, to, to do the best we can at a very early age, modeling, for them, our love for Jesus Christ, our love for the church, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors as yourself. And it seems like that's what you're trying to do with this book, yeah. you know, with your own children, and and uh, to give them that sense of you know all good things come from God, all things are from Him, and we should understand the gifts that He's given. So tell us a little bit more about the book, Good Night Jesus, and what it's all about, and the illustrations and, and everything there. Yeah, so Good Night Jesus is a book about faith and it's about gratitude um, and combining prayer and gratitude into one beautiful book. And my inspiration behind writing it was my children and my husband. Um, we read with, each, with our children every single night, two to three books, and then we pray together. And we end our prayers with saying, thank you God for this day. And as my children got older, they wanted to add to that. They would say, thank you so much for our dog, Lily, or thank you for our next door neighbor, Sarah Jane, yeah. um, or, you know, whatever was on their heart to thank God for. And um, I just loved that moment with them so much. And at the end of one night, I mentioned to my husband, like, that would be such a beautiful book to combine a nighttime story and gratitude and faith all in one. And he, you know, encouraged me to get started writing. Um, so that's what this book is all about. And yes, it's a board book um, because I really wanted even the youngest and smallest of hands to be able to hold the book and manipulate it and flip through the pages and make it theirs. Um, and have it for a little bit of time because mm -hmm. it's not flimsy. Right. Yet it feels great <laughs> and it's there. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are the ages of your children? They are two and then the other one just turned four last week. Mm -hmm. And the, at that age, everyone, they're so, they just absorb everything, mm -hmm. right? And it's so important that we bring not only books to them about the alphabet and numbers, but that we really start introducing them more and more to their faith as best they can comprehend it. And, um, and they're gonna catch what we know and believe. 
And so if we're excited about Jesus, then they're going to be excited about Jesus. And, and so the Good Night Jesus book in the way that, you know, one of the great virtues that comes out of this book is gratitude, right? And the importance of teaching children to be grateful for all the blessings that you shared about in this book. What are some of the, the gratefuls that come up page by page? Oh, you know, what are they group? Not that you got to know every one of them here, but, <laughs> but uh, there's, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. And that leads out to, to thinking things through and who these people are and what are some of the things that we're praying for and giving thanks for. Yes, um, so it starts out with saying goodnight to your mom and dad. Um, and then it goes through the different relationships in your life. Um, so grandparents, teachers, um, neighbors, just like relationships. And mm -hmm. then it goes on to kind of some fun things like my, my children have wanted to be grateful for, blocks and bubbles. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, that really shows God's blessings are in little things. Like as an adult, I find myself only sometimes thanking God for those big moments in my life. Like when I married my husband or the birth of my children. Mm -hmm. um, but my children remind me that God's goodness isn't everything. Mm -hmm. Like even the yeah. little, small, everyday, yeah. ordinary things, um, yeah. we can find joy in everything. Um, and then it goes on to kind of more the Catholic aspect of it. So thank you. Good night to our Bibles and um, to our church and to um, God and then Jesus. And then it ends with the Lord's Prayer. I really wanted to end on the Lord's Prayer, um, you know, to make that the most important thing, yeah. like your relationship with the Lord. Right. Please. A prayer that they will remember for the rest of their lives. Yes. And it will almost be like they never knew a time in their life when they didn't know that prayer. Right. It's like, why well, I always knew that prayer. But and I just an, had a conversation yeah. with my sister and she was teaching her grandchildren the Lord's Prayer, <laughs> you know, because at sometimes maybe some parents aren't doing that. And, and so as grandparents, you get to step in and say, well, this is kind of generic. We can all learn this prayer, you mm -hmm. know. Um, you don't want to step over any boundaries, but say this is a beautiful thing to be grateful for and to teach so that they memorize that. And when you're reading it night after night, you know, they could go through the book with the beautiful illustrations without knowing how to read yet, mm -hmm. but they can read the book, right? Because Absolutely. of the illustrations that yeah. are so beautiful. Absolutely. So you've got kind of the, the theme of what you're praying for. We love that the grandparents are in there. So you've got kind of these different headings and praying for the church and praying for the school and praying for God's created order and, and so on, giving thanks for that. And then I guess you felt it important because you got a scripture for each one of these. How important was that to you? How important is that? Because you're getting the Bible into them. Right, exactly. Um, that was really important for me to have on each page um, because I wanted, you know, my children to know that these aren't just things that they've, my children have made up to be grateful for or things like your parents are telling you, you need to be grateful for these things. But the Bible also says these things are important. Um, so that was really important for me to have a Bible verse for each blessing. Yep and they're all written in kid-friendly language too. Mm -hmm. yeah. And because what that does, it gives them that association and then that attachment. And you know, as children, you know, we can memorize, we, as to this day, we memorize our alphabet, 
our times tables, right? And so it's like, well, I don't want to, you know, give them scriptures to memorize. Well, they need to memorize scripture yeah. because they're going to come a point in time in their life when they're grown where they're going to need to pull on that scripture and have that deep in their souls, yeah. you know? And I can remember when we would take a road trip and come home, I would be concerned about our car. Like we would go home and I was a child, but that's what you think about. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'd be like, it's snowing and it's cold. Like, shoot, where's our car going to go? We lived in the city. We didn't have garages. And so I was like, oh, I feel bad for our car. And my mother would say, it's a car. Get in the house. <laughs> All the human beings get in the house. But that's what you think about mm -hmm. as a child. Like you think you're grateful for your bubbles and for your blocks. Mm -hmm. And you're grateful for the neighbors down store, down um, next door because what happens children bring to us what we lose as adults is the wonder. They, they represent wonder and gratefulness to us where as adults sometimes we're like, oh yeah, they're our neighbors or yeah, that's our church. Well, but mommy, our church is beautiful. Well, yes, it is, right? Because they help you to see what we sometimes forget to see. If it's raining outside, if the sun is shining, if there's a rainbow, all of a sudden it becomes magical because you're seeing it through the eyes of a child, you know, and how beautiful you did that so well with Goodnight Jesus, just to that constant reminder as you turn the page. I love board books <laughs> because, you know, we read to our children and to our grandchildren, and I would hate when the page would rip and I would have to, you know, you're so careful. <laughs> you're a teacher, you know that. You know the importance of reading and, and taking care of a good book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the message of gratitude is so important. And I'm a big advocate for modeling our children. And so I actually, as an adult, write gratitude lists myself um, when I'm having you know, a tough day or a tough moment with work or with the kids, I'll stop and write a gratitude list. And it just helps really to put things into perspective. Um, because when I take a step back and look at my life, like my life is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and I can get caught up in that tough moment, but a gratitude list just really puts all those things into perspective. And that's exactly what my kids were doing every night. You know, at the end of our praying, they were making their own gratitude list. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that's important. What mm -hmm. you're saying for adults, yeah, and and for our children, you're training them up. You know, at a very early age. I mean, who's writing a gratitude list? You are. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many other people are, but that's a great discipline, and it's a mind renewal thing. You know, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed mm -hmm. by the renewal of your mind. Yeah. And I think you're renewing the mind when you're saying, let me just list, you know, counting your <laughs> blessings and putting them there. I don't want to be Miss or Mr. Negative. You know, I want to see these things. I want to be aware of them. And that's what you're doing here with your kids. It's like a meditation, a recalling. It was another word that you used for it. Cons consider these things. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be deliberate in a nice, tender way with our children, whether they know it or not to be deliberate about counting your blessings and consolations and what's going on and, and, and loving the people. With the church, I like the church too, because you say, good night church. And so it's kind of like the structure of the church. The structures mean so much to all of us, but especially the children. I mean, it really is you know, where they're living and safety and, and just you know, what's connecting with them, that building. But you say, and all who worship in it, mm -hmm. and all who worship in it. And so as time goes on, and you may be doing it now, maybe not when you're doing this in particular, but you know, it's like praying for your priest, mm -hmm. praying for Father Jerebek every night. We pray for our deacons that are there. We pray for our secretary, Krista, and, and others to say, hey, we're, we're members of this community, of these people. So you do both the structure and those who worship in it. Yeah, I love praying for other people. It reminds me of this moment. Um, 
prayer is such a powerful tool, especially with young kids. If, you know, two and three, now four-year-olds, it can be just chaos nonstop. Um, and so one moment in the car, they were arguing about what color the flowers were, and they were so upset, <laughs> so upset, crying, you know. And I just stopped, and I started praying for them, you know, for each individual child. And then I asked them, who would they like to pray for? And they said, um, you know, their grandparents, and they said, one of their friends, and then the meltdown had stopped. Right. So mm -hmm. I think getting out of yourself and thinking about someone else and praying for someone else, um, you know, gets you out even as yes. adult of those mm -hmm. moments, but kids can do that as well. Right. Well, Absolutely. Kate, you were a teacher, right? Yes. And so you taught fifth grade. So you know the importance of being able to read and reading to your children. As parents, and sometimes our lives can be so busy, and we're shuttling children here and moving them there. And there is really, in the parenting life, there is just a window of time when they let you get in the bed with them mm. and read, and it's cherished mm. time. And it goes in a moment, <laughs> and you're just like, don't you want to lay in bed and read a story with them? Like, mom, shut the door, you know? But, and so those moments where then you or your husband, we would take turns reading, um, get in bed with the children and just come away, wash all the worries of the day away and have that intimate encounter mm. with a book and they always had their favorites and it was a repeat reading and sometimes you did voices and all that stuff. And they know what you leave out. And they know what you leave out. If you're just trying out. to go for your time. And you try to skip a page. Skip. Oh, skip a page, <laughs> don't skip a page. Right, the, the police of the pages. It's like, what, you know? And um, so to encourage parents to make sure that they're reading, because you know as a teacher, the importance of that time for children to be able to read. What were you finding when you were teaching yeah. In terms of parents reading with their children, or were they reading books, or what's going on? Yeah, I taught preschool for a little bit, and um, you know, just like you said, like life is so busy, and there's not a lot of moments to have that like great one-on-one -on -one time. And so, putting them to bed is my favorite time of day, and I know it's not going to last forever. Um, but reading is so important, and through my education, um, you know, children start to learn to read before they even are reading. Right. You know, they start by associating meaning to the pictures right. and meaning to the words on the paper, even though they don't know what they mean. Um, so children start reading before they're reading, which means you should be reading to your children yeah. mm -hmm. right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, we right were speaking about this in the, in the green room because <laughs> it's been funny with our own kids and then watching the grandkids. And I think it is you know, just a psychological truth or a developmental kind of thing that, that what you've been reading to them and they can't even read back, but then it's like, three months, five months later, they start saying stuff that was back there. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, now, now they're, they're speaking that. Mm -hmm. So it does get in. We think it's not getting in, but it does get in and it appears in some conversation or they just kind of bring it up at some point a little bit later on. Oh yeah, like I think y'all said, like our children are watching us, you mm -hmm. know, everything that we do and absorbing it. Um, so it's so important, you know, to model that. And I grew up in a home like that too, where we read all the time and I have such, a love for reading today. Um, so I want to foster that same love in my children. And that starts by doing it at a very young age. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes as parents, we get so busy, but they need this toy and they need this thing. And we would go to the library back in the day and check out books. Mm -hmm. And our kids would be like, how many can I get? And I said, well, the lady said you can get 10 this week, you know? And so they would get their books. And I mean, it was such a precious thing to be able to do so that you can teach them and they would learn. And that, that would be such a beautiful thing that they could do with story time with oh, yeah. you. 
Well, Kate, we're going to hold you over for the final segment. We want to hear more about the lessons you're learning. We want to hear more about this book, but especially I want to speak more about the illustrations that are here and how they, how they came about, who did them, your input into the illustrations, because it's just absolutely beautiful. So we'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away. Welcome back. We're having a beautiful conversation with Kate Sidner, and she is the author of Good Night Jesus. And it's a beautiful children's bedtime story. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. Now, Kate, the illustrator of this book is Anna Morelli. So tell us about the illustration. Were you involved in part of that process? The coloring is just lovely and gentle and easy on the eyes, but yet lovely really nice so tell our family about the illustrator and the pictures inside yes thank you it's a great compliment um, Anna did such a great job as an artist for this book uh, we were in contact quite a bit back and forth yeah. um, throughout the creation of this book when we first talked I told her my vision I really wanted something different for a children's book I wanted really soft colors beautiful colors um, beautiful pictures and I wanted a flower bo border to again kind of show the beauty yeah. of this book and uh, the beauty of prayer and gratitude um, and then through my education career um, blues and greens are calming colors mm -hmm. so they promote calmness so I definitely wanted those colors in my book so blues yeah. and greens and neutral colors because what mom doesn't want their two-year-old and four-year-old to be calm at the end of the day. Right, <laughs> so right. anything you can do to promote that is yeah. helpful. Yeah. No, and you, you do. You want the presentation of warmness. It's settling. It's soothing. You know, like we're down. We're quieting our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. And yeah. we're going to read Goodnight Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus is going to be with us. And then we're going to say our evening prayer. So with reading, how, did you teach, how do you teach your children to okay. pray? How easy was that? Um, well, I, I was always taught as a teacher to meet children where they're at, and then you can grow from here, grow from there. Um, of course, you know, you want to bring them up here for the traditional prayers, but start where they're at. Um, and they have a really short attention span, so we started praying just really short prayers with them. Yeah. Um, we always did Our Father and Hail Mary at the end of the night. Um, but I'm a big fan of just taking prayer with you everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. um, in the car, on the playground, um, right. in the grocery store when there's a long line, you know, just everywhere, bring it everywhere with you. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be overcomplicated. Yeah. Um, and just say a quick prayer with your kids before you send them off to school. Um, dear Lord, please be with my children today and um, help them to have a servant's heart and get to know all the kids in their class. You know, just yes. something quick mm -hmm. and easy. Mm -hmm. um, and again, that goes back to modeling too. You're modeling prayer to have that personal relationship with your with our Lord um, and teaching them how to pray. Yeah. Do your children appear in the book? They do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so I sent Anna what, some what are pictures. Their names again? Campbell is two. Okay. And Emmy just turned four, so they are in the book. The blonde hair, curly <laughs> girls with pink bows. Yes, <laughs> and you know. It, what you're saying about the illustrations and the color. Yeah, because I mean, when you see 
the children, you, your children here praying, um, they're just so cuddly. I mean, you feel like you want to take hold of them, but you've managed to do that and your illustrators managed to do that in like every illustration. Like mm -hmm. everything is just like you want to take hold of it and it really ministers to you. Um, and so it's, you know, like the, the school building, the house, you get the same feeling you do about your kids. Yeah, she did such a great job. That was my main point, as I wanted really soft pictures. Mm -hmm. And she did that. Mm -hmm. She did such a great job with the facial expressions, um, with the shading, with the lines. It's all very soft. Mm -hmm. um, so she did such a great job. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Well, great job. <laughs> What's your hope for the book, uh, for the children and for the parents as well? And are you thinking about doing anything else with books? Yes. Uh, well, my hope is that you know, this becomes a part of your nighttime routine, um, ending with gratitude and prayer and introducing your children to Jesus. Um, and what better way to do that than through a book? Um, and I do have an idea for a next book. I, my thought is I wanted to do my next book entirely devoted to Mary. Mm -hmm. So um, through a conversation with Father Edward Looney, um, thought, why not expand it and do a Good Night Mary book? So that's right. what I'm thinking about for next. Right. We'll look forward to that. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank, thank you for your you. ministry thank to you. children and to the family and building up uh, the family and, and young people. We so appreciate it. Good night, Jesus. You can go to EW10RC.com. You're an important part of this family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.